Well, happy Tuesday, everybody, and happy Thanksgiving. Yes, I know Thanksgiving is Thursday, but some of you, because of travel and all the festivities, may not even uh, watch the devotion schedule for Wednesday and Thursday until after Thanksgiving. So I wanted to go ahead and wish you happy Thanksgiving. Hope you have a great time with your uh, family. Today in our devotion, we are in Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. And what I wrote at the top of my journal after reading this chapter is practical planning in advance. Practical planning in advance for spiritual events. Practical planning in advance for spiritual events. In this chapter, Jesus is entering Jerusalem um, you know, at the beginning of his last week before the crucifixion. You know the story, he rides the donkey and the people sing Hosanna and, and put their coats and palm leaves on the ground in front and behind him and so on. Um, and in preparation for that triumphant entry, he tells two of his disciples to go into the village and they'll find this colt tied up a young donkey and bring it uh, to him. And when they get there, if anybody asks them why they are doing this, He's got an answer. So let's read starting at verse 1. As they approached Jerusalem at Bethpage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there on which no one has yet uh, ever sat. Untie it and bring it to me. Bring it here. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? You say to that person, The Lord has need of it. And immediately he will send it back here. And they went away and they found a colt tied at the door outside in the street. And they untied it. Some of the bystanders were saying to them, what are you doing untying the colt? And they spoke to them as Jesus had told them and they gave them permission. Verse 7, and they brought the colt to Jesus and put their coats on it and he sat on it. I was reading that and I was thinking, and I thought it before, but I was thinking this time, how did Jesus know that cult would be there? And, you know, uh, it's just got me thinking. Um, is, is, is this just because Jesus is omniscient and he knows everything? Is it because it was predetermined, predestined? Is it because he has supernatural power and he spoke, prayed, and it happened? Um, I don't think it's any of those. Now, is Jesus omniscient? Does he know everything? Yes. Does he know the future? Absolutely. Is he all-powerful? Of course. I think this happened because Jesus had done some advanced planning. He'd gone to Jerusalem before. Jesus had his disciples, but we forget many times in the Gospels, Jesus had a lot of supporters. There were others who followed him, provided for him, supported him financially. He had a lot of supporters. And it's not a far-fetched idea that when Jesus was in Jerusalem and this day was coming, that he made advanced preparation. Um, you see something very similar about the last supper, you know, the last meal. Um, that room, that upper room where Jesus and his disciples gathered the night he was arrested to have their last meal before the crucifixion to observe the Jewish Passover 
where he instituted the Lord's Supper. Very, very so how, how did they get that room? How did they get that room? If, as I believe and others believe, it was the room of uh, John Mark's family, and I don't have time to go into that, um, um, well, Jesus knew them and was friends with them and had made preparations. My point is that, yes, Jesus is omniscient. He's all-powerful. But that doesn't mean he never planned anything. Sometimes we get it in our mind that when it comes to spiritual things, planning makes them less spiritual. Listen, something, something is not spiritual just because you plan it. But something, planning doesn't make something spiritual or unspiritual. It just doesn't. In the same way, doing everything spontaneous doesn't automatically make it spiritual either. <laughs> See, I plan on my calendar retreats, study retreats, spiritual retreats. I plan them months ahead. I put them on my calendar so I'll have the time available. I enlist, secure the place that I'm going to stay during the retreat. All of that is advanced planning. Now, when the time arrives and I show up and I'm on that spiritual retreat with God's word and praying and reading and reflecting and meditating and all of that, guess what? What God does in my life during the retreat, the spiritual stuff that happens is a separate thing. But it wouldn't have happened if I had not planned in advance to have the time and place for the spiritual to take place. See, some of you are never going to have a consistent prayer life like we, we talked about two days ago, a couple times back, until you put a plan in place. You're just not. People who, who some people are never going to be in a D group until they plan to say, I will make that time available. Advanced planning does not preclude spirituality. In fact, I would say advanced planning makes it more likely you will have more spiritual encounters with the Lord. And I would say laziness and the unwillingness to plan means you're probably having fewer encounters with Jesus and not growing as much as you could. Planning it's not bad. It's good, brothers and sisters. Jesus did it. I do it. Many of us do it. You should do it if you don't. For spiritual purposes, just like you do all the other purposes in your life. Well, that's an interesting word for today. I'll see you tomorrow.